And we've got a bit of a different service today, and uh, I, hope you're, I hope you're with us in it. Um, but God had just impressed upon my heart over the, uh, honestly, this last week, uh, maybe the last couple weeks, seeing what God, seeing what He was doing in our children's ministry. And uh, we were talking, a, a group of us leaders in the church, and we were talking about how important the next generation is. And, uh, and somebody in that group said, you mean the generation of now, right? And, and, I, st- and I looked at, in our congregation and seeing what God is doing and uh, how God is using this generation, how important it is for us to be a part of it. And you know what? I, I, I said, I feel like we should just recognize and acknowledge and take a moment, a day, and say, God, you are good, and you are going to be good to the next generation. There's, there's, there's a couple uh, scriptures that I just want to use before we get into this the service. And this is not going to be your typical service. Is that all right if we switch it up? Is that okay? So we're not going to do three songs, a sermon, and a song, okay? Uh, so I got an applause out of that. We're going to do one song, uh, kind of a not really a sermon. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to hear some stories. Uh, we're going to see what God is doing, all right? But there's some scripture. Uh, Psalm 100. This is a beautiful psalm. I'm going to read it in its entirety. It's five verses. The last verse is the kicker, all right, that I've just been resting my heart on this, uh, this week. And as you think about uh, if you've got children or grandchildren, you think about from one generation to the next and the next and what that means. And maybe at, at some point you may hear these, these things that people say, man, I, I dread it for the kids today, right, and the world that they're growing up in. And, and I know that things aren't great, but there was a time in this country that the kids didn't even know if there was going to be a government. There was no government. Like the, and, and the Bible teaches that there's hope for every generation. And that it's not great for kids to always hear, man, it's going to be awful. Because I want you to read this scripture, Psalm 100. says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Man, isn't that powerful? We are the sheep of his pasture. And I didn't put four through five on there. Let me read four through five for you. Psalm 100. Four through five. Who's got your Bibles with you? Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Here's verse 5. For the Lord is good and his love endures how long? His faithfulness continues through all generations. I can just, with a two-year-old, man, I can just sigh a sigh of relief at that last word. That his faithfulness continues through all generations. All right, can you rest in that just for a minute? Psalm 145.4 says, One generation commends your works to another. This is 
David talking to God. One generation commends your works to another, what God has done, and they tell of your mighty acts, what God is doing, the importance of passing on from one generation to the next, the truth of the gospel and the truth of Jesus. Luke one fifty says, His mercy extends to those who fear Him, who are in awe of Him, who see Him for who He truly is. That's Jesus, that's God. From generation to generation. So here's where uh, my heart uh, has been, is that, uh, that we've seen our community, we've seen our region, and we know the challenges that are here. And here's what I feel in my heart, that, that God is absolutely capable of rewriting the history of this place through this generation. It's really easy to give up on that and think it's impossible, but I I believe he can, and I'm going to trust, believe that he will, and that he is going to. I mean, that's a different step, right? Believing that he can and thinking, yeah, he could do that if he wanted to. But living with expectation that he is going to change things through a generation, is powerful. Now, if I believe that, but what if we collectively, as the church, capital C Church, believe, God, you can change the things we've accepted as always being wrong and can never be solved, the, the, the drug epidemic, addiction, poverty, dependence. I mean, you, you name you, brokenness in families, and, and you name it. We, we, sometimes we're just like, man, it's just the way it is here. It's the way it's always been. And God's saying, I don't understand the way it's always been, and things can't change. God doesn't understand that concept. He can change things. Do you believe that? Yes. Hebrews 13, 13 is a, just a, a verse that talks about Jesus going outside uh, the camp. He went outside the walls in 12 and 13. It says, and so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Verse 13, it says, let us then go to him outside the camp, outside the walls of the church. For the first three years, man, we had no problem getting outside the walls of the church. We didn't have any. Okay, we lived outside of it. We were the church. The church is not a building. I talked about last week. It's not a place you go. It's not a thing you watch. It's a thing you are. You, you are not just a, it is not just a show to be seen. It is not a program. It is not something you attend. You are not a spectator. God has called you. You will never find your purpose until you give your life to your creator and you trust him and, and start serving in his role in the body of Christ and the church. And so we, we've, we've done several things over the years, and one of the things I want to talk about this morning uh, of how we as a congregation have gone outside the walls. I remember when this conversation started, it felt a little crazy. Um, you know, I, I'd never, any of y'all ever gone to a church that had a boxing ring? <laughs> I'd never done that growing up, okay? Um, and, and yet we, uh, we had a, a, somebody in our congregation who had their heart for the old Mayfield's Boxing Gym. You all may remember Mayfield's Boxing Gym. And uh, this is something we've been, we've been active in and participated in for, uh, I guess, about five years now. 
um, and uh, and and we may not see it. You may not know. We don't go out and promote it and push it because we really don't have the resources to to just let everybody wants to show up, show up. But we have been faithfully serving a group of kids that have been finding uh, work ethic and strength and source of of Christ and love in this place for years. And uh, we've got a we've we've had a situation the last little bit when this first started. This place was dilapidated. Our church uh, helped get a new boxing ring. Volunteers went and repainted. And there have been people, there have been kids enjoying a safe place to learn work ethic and about Christ for five years, six years maybe. And, uh, and so the name of it, the Battle Line Boxing Gym, Battle Line comes from the story of David. You remember what everybody else was doing in the story of David and Goliath? Everybody who, who did not understand the, the, the God of Jacob and the God of Israel was on their side. Everyone else was running where? Away from the battle line. If you go read that story, you find that David said, Well, that doesn't make sense. This giant that is in our life, I'm going to run toward the battle line. I'm going to go toward it. I'm going to fight it with the strength of Jesus Christ, the strength that he gives. That's the message of this place, all right? And, uh, and so we've had this place. Y'all ever get one of those calls and they say, we'll, we'll, the water's been cut off? We'll turn it on for uh, $85,000? <laughs> we've been renting this place. The, the owner of the building passed away. It's in, a, in an estate. Um, and, uh, and right now it's in a bit of flux. We don't know. They, they did shut the water off. They said, oh, we can, you can turn it back on. You just have to buy the building. All right. They, they owe about $5,000 in a water bill, I think. Um, and they said, you got to buy the building. Here's what I'm asking for you today. We're going to have a, uh, just a, a special prayer after this is over, um, about our kids, about Lucia, I want you to be in prayer with us about this, because I know God already has all that worked out. Like, I can't see it right now. I don't know where it's going to go, how it's going to plan out. I mean, we're, we're doing our due diligence to find out what's the thing worth. You just told us a number. Like, we're not going to just be, okay, right? We're trying to figure out what it's worth and do our due diligence. Um, but I want you to be praying with us in that place. And so today I've got uh, uh, Jody Brown is here, and he's, he's really the one that, that God laid this vision and dream on his heart, this place. Um, and we've got a, a kid that uh, is just fantastic. He's not a kid. He's, he's a senior in high school. He's a man. You'll see in a minute he could bench press me. Um, so I better not call him kid. Uh, got, uh, he's going to come up in just a minute. Jody's going to introduce him, somebody that spent a lot of time and hours in this place. Um, and then we might play a little gospel music. Would that be all right if I played some organ and he sang some gospel music? Uh, we just had a good time praising the Lord. But I want to hear. I want you to hear some of the stories. I want you to know what God's doing, not in these walls, but outside of them. How He's using resources, volunteer things you've given and are doing to impact and reach people uh, for Christ. And then I want you praying with me, okay? I want you burdened about the place and, and, and just putting it to God and saying, if, if, if we're supposed to buy that building, I believe we'll have the money. 
That's, that's all I know. If you want us to buy it, God, send it. it we, will, we will work this out. You will work this out. So, Jody, won't you come on up? I'm going to let me find you a uh, microphone. He wrote some stuff down. Look it's out. About, it's all about John. This Can you read it? John today. Can I you read it? Sing, I can't read it. I can't read it. <laughs> yeah, listen. When you, a mic, yeah, you, you got to get up. Okay. It doesn't work down here. Like, There you go. There you go. Everybody's a comedian. <laughs> there you go. So, okay, so this morning is about John Hamp, okay? I'm here. I got the pleasure and the honor of introducing John Hamp. And if you don't know John Hamp, John Hamp is a senior at uh, Pike Central High School. He's going to graduate on May the 25th. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Hey. He's going to go to Moorhead State University in the fall, and he's going to major in um, music and ministry. Okay? And um, so how I've known John for a long time. Adam Collins sent him over to the boxing gym when he was in the eighth grade, and um, he's been there with us ever since. I mean, he's there... I mean, he's just, he's just a blessing. And really, John epitomizes what we had envisioned when we decided to take over Mayfield's uh, vision of helping the youth in the community. And um, <clears throat> our main focus of the gym is, one, is Jesus Christ, of course. And two, everybody we come in contact with, we want to make them better. And we don't care. We don't care who you are. We don't care where you've been. We don't care what you've done. We don't care if you have anything or you don't have anything. Our main goal is to make you a better person moving forward with the love of Jesus Christ. That's it. So when you see and hear John sing today, you're going to definitely see the love of Jesus Christ come through him because he makes everybody better, and he continues to make everybody better. And... I can tell you for the last, what, five, six years, he's made me a lot better man. So I want to introduce my nephew <laughs> and Prince's little brother. I told somebody he was Prince's little brother, <laughs> Mr. John Hamp. How's everybody doing? That's good. We're going to sing a few gospel songs. We're going to sing about four. It's called a medley. It just goes together. It just keeps going. So we'll see how that goes. Voice is acting up this morning, you know, but God's helped me. Warmed it up real good. It's going to be good. You want to share a little bit about the gym first or you want to sing first? You want to oh, share yeah. a little bit um, of your story or you want to? The boxing gym has helped me stress-wise. It's helped me physically get stronger. And I'm so glad that uh, Collins has, uh, Mr. Collins has showed me what the gym like was and I was I'm so glad I got into it because it's helped me so much with everything and he's been a great coach he's helped me as much as he's can he could and it's just been so good uh, for me to start doing that like it, it helped me so much mentally and everything and I've just been blessed to continue to still go there and spend time with him and work out with him and everything on Saturdays as much as we can and try to help others and even when I'm outside the gym I've learned discipline from being in there. I've learned discipline from uh, just working out, and he's he's helped me. He's talked to me and ta uh, told me everything I need to know about boxing and everything, and it's helped me help others. And and I've been sparring with people lately, showing them, telling them about God, you know, just doing what I need to do and trying to tell people about the word and 
Show them what's important in life, and that's God, number one. Listen, I've spent some a uh, couple days with John. We've been in here with nobody else. Just uh, we've been talking, we've been praising the Lord, talking about God. We've been singing. You know, I don't get to play a uh, black gospel organ very often. I'm pretty excited about. I got him into it today. You got me. You got me going again. Oh yeah. You know, did you ever think the whitest guy you ever met would be able to play the? <laughs> you do good. I didn't expect that. <laughs> oh, that was good right there. All right, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have some fun, okay? Y'all probably can't have fun sitting down. Yeah. P- probably. Singing. You think? Huh? Sh- should we have them stand up or yeah, just you just do what you feel in a minute? All right. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Oh, victory today is mine. Oh, I told Satan, oh, get thee behind. Oh, victory today is mine. Oh, joy is mine. Joy is mine. Joy today is mine. Oh, yeah, I told Satan, get thee behind. Jordan Day is mine. Oh, peace is mine. Peace is mine. Peace today is mine. Oh, I told Satan, get thee behind. Oh, peace today is mine. I'm going to live so. Hey, let's stop a second. God can't. Let's, let's hold on just a second. Hey, can you tell they're white? <laughs> I mean, we started like one speed, and they had us all down like they're. Uh, oh, they don't know. So, so I'm, let us start again, and you just, you just clap faster than you think you can clap, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm going to live so. God can use me, oh, anywhere, Lord, oh, anytime, oh, I'm going to live so God can use me anywhere, Lord, anytime, oh, I'm going to work so, oh, God can use me, oh, yeah, anywhere. Oh, there's power 
And this, somebody give a big hand for his mom. I said, I've never heard that voice in our crowd. That's somebody that is not John. That is not, that's beautiful. Aretha, thank you so much. I tried to get her to come up and get a mic. She wouldn't do it. I don't think she needed one, quite honestly. I got the key. That's it. Anything else you want to say before we jump Thank on? Thank y'all for being here because God is good, and I'm glad that y'all could be here today and just praising the Lord with me, and I'm just so glad, you know, that I can praise the Lord with y'all, and God bless. We got show John you love him. Do y'all love John Hamp? Yeah, let's talk a little bit here. 
Let's see here. I got some. We're just going to talk for a minute. If that's all right. Uh, let's see. Jody answered a bunch of them. Uh, let's do with. Uh, oh, awesome. Thank you. Um, have you seen God work in your life? Changed me when I was in a bad place in my life, uh, hanging around the wrong five. people. Sorry, hanging around the wrong people and <laughs> doing uh, just not being in a right place in my life. And he saved me from that. He's helped me a lot, and he showed me um, through the battle line that you know you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, no matter what it is. God will always be there, no matter what. And Jesus loves us more than we'll ever know, and that's how he's helped me. Is just Reading the word and staying with him. Um, we, you talked about it a little bit, but any obstacles in your life that the gym has helped you with? God's helped you with? Doesn't have to be the gym specific. Just uh, anything that that you can say. Yeah, God has helped me overcome this. I've been through a lot of obstacles. I'm gonna be real with you, um, but God's helped me get through that. He's shown me that with Him, I can do all things. Like I was saying earlier, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, and He's helped me uh, just. All together, just guided me through through the chaotic pathway, and just has given me the knowledge that I need to help people, and just give, has given me the strength to help people. What's your favorite scripture right now? What's God teaching oh, you? Oh, I done said it three times. <laughs> I, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. That's one. Philippians four thirteen. Amen. That's it. If you friends with him on Facebook, you follow him on Facebook. Uh, you'll see. I mean, he. Uh, I mean, he's obviously been to the gym. <laughs> a couple of times, um, and uh, but that is uh, the physical demonstration. Of what you're doing, speak to that from a spiritual side. What that means, you know, just I mean, uh, just working out. Yeah, working out. And oh yeah, that's helped me stress-wise, mentally. It's kept me out of trouble. Just and I can help others. Like I said, like whenever I'm working out, I can help train somebody and help them get better. I've done everything like throughout. I've been working out since I was 13. Yeah. I've done train, done all that stuff. So I just want to help other people now and then give them a little bit of the word in the mix of it. Amen. That's, that's how I help. Amen. Let's do one more question. Your dream for the future. What's, what's John Hamp's dream? To do vocal, vocal music and to do like uh, ministry and help others share the word and get as many people to heaven as I can. That's the main thing. I got a feeling there's a whole group of people here all in on your dream with you. All right, we're going to be praying for you. And I think they'd probably say he's probably got a shot at some vocal. Uh, probably going to be all right on that end. Um, but I love you. Thank you for coming today. Don't let it be the last time. All right, we got to do this. Yes. Oh, God, with nothing we practiced. What do you want to do? Yeah, we can do that one. All right, we all right, we left one out of the medley. We'll do one more, all right? Yeah. And then Adam's coming up. He's going to sing one. Oh, yeah. He's got the main vocals up there. He is next, but I don't think we're going to sing. You wouldn't want that. All right, let's see. What, uh, it's the same, right? Same key. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Oh, Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Oh, Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, 
out. Yeah, that, was <laughs> that was good. All right, Adam, it's your turn. Come on, Adam. <laughs> yeah, who just had a good time? Yeah. John, hang out with us, man. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk. So this is what happened is outside of the wall. You see what can happen when you go outside the walls? <laughs> when you do something more than Sunday school on Sunday morning, just sun, when you realize our faith is meant to be Monday through Saturday, when it's supposed to be in the places where Jesus would have gone, where we, where, where, when, we, when we get out of our comfort zone, how it reaches people and changes lives. Thanks, John. Love you, man. Yeah, you good. How about John? Y'all might not have noticed what I did when I came to the stage, but I was trying to get on John's level. Did you see me jump up there? You skipped the steps? I did. I oh. went straight up. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to get on his level. <laughs> so, so Adam is our uh, student and children's ministry director, him and his wife, Amber. And uh, we want, we've talked a little bit about outside the walls, and we'll talk just for a minute about what's happening inside the walls. And some of you uh, may know or don't, or maybe you do know what happens on Sunday mornings when you send your kids out. Um, or on Wednesday nights, we have a thing called The Mix, and we're going to talk through so let's start with some scripture first. I can't remember what we got up here first. Uh, you want to talk about that one first? Yeah, read we'll that. Go, uh, I'll read it. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children's born, children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. And the, the part of that verse that like, just gets me excited is arrows in the hands of a warrior. Our kids are arrows. And, you know, Jesus obviously is our warrior. And we, how powerful is that? Blessed is the man whose quiver is full. And once they get out of diapers, that's what I always think about <laughs> that verse. It's a blessing after diapers. No, I'm just kidding. They are a, uh, a blessing. And, um, and we're so thankful that so many families are trusting, trusting us to, to be a part of their discipleship, of pointing them to the truth that God loves them, that God has a purpose for them. And really, that, as parents, as leaders in, 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 in student ministry, that's our role, right? Like, we're just stewards of what God has blessed us with. That if God formed them in the womb, he has purpose for them. And they're never going to find it unless we point them to Jesus Christ. Just share the good news with them. There's a, another verse. Uh, I'll let you take that one, too. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. 
I think we might have a video I'm going to share just so you can get an idea of what happens on, um, these are just some pictures, and you know, we have a lot of fun, you know, we have VBS, we have special events, we have, and we're going to go into more details around that, and this is just some pictures from some of that, but all that leads to something that's really important that we're going to be celebrating again today, baptism, like people giving, kids giving their hearts to Christ. Like that's the fun is good, but it all has to point to the truth of Jesus Christ and the good news. And so this is just a little video I'll show you some of the pictures that you see upstairs, um, and uh, some of, I think yeah some volunteers, um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about details of what happens on Wednesday night, Sunday uh, mornings, and then we we're gonna we're gonna do a really special thing. We're gonna we're gonna just Adam's gonna say a prayer over our children, over their families, over our leaders, over our community, and we're going to dedicate this generation to God. That's going to be a powerful day. I believe that. There's the type one diabetics we got. We got three of them for pumps. official hillbilly hat.
my life to Jesus. I want to get baptized. Oh, that's amazing. Man, I teared up in the last end of that. Uh, volunteers, anybody that's been a volunteer ever in children's ministry, At stand any up. moment, no Anytime, matter what you whether, did. Whether you've checked people in, you've taught a class, you've done something, stand up. We just want to recognize you. We Check want people in. to see. We cleaned up messes, changed now. diapers. Give them a big hand. You are making a uh, you're making a difference. Uh, where are we gonna go from here, Adam? We we'll talk about talk about Sunday morning, Wednesday night, real quick. Just okay. Give them an so idea. what happens? You saw a lot of pictures, and it's real. Um, I, I'm thankful so much. Like when I was little, I don't think I like to take pictures, but now I love them, just because it's it shows you what happens. And iPhones, and if you're an Android person, that's cool too. But like we're thankful for those photos that we get to see of. And, and you saw it. Your kids are loving what's going on, but it's not just about having fun, but we attach Jesus to the fun. And you can have fun in Jesus. And to me, like, I want to have fun no matter what I do. I don't care what it is. I want to try to have fun. But when you can come to church, have fun, and learn about Jesus, it doesn't get any better than that. So well, that's what we want to provide. And it's not us. It's God working through people who are willing. And you saw all the people stand up who are willing to work. This is not a small ministry. It's a big deal. And not just a big deal with the time that you put in, but it's a big deal with what it's going to do for the rest of your child's life. And you see John. Uh, John and I met in middle school. I'm still in middle school. John made it out. Um, <laughs> I know it's true. But Did you wonder at some point if he was going to make it out? I knew John was going to make it. <laughs> uh, I, I saw it, and it's not me. I'm not a talent scout, but there was something special about John, and I think everybody can see it. Um, and we just... John was willing, he's willing, he's, he's, he's moving, and he's fun, and he takes Jesus outside of this church wall, or the church walls where he, he takes it every day, and that's life changing, and when you see it every day consistently, that's what we want to provide, that's what God wants us to do as adults, but he wants our kids to do it too, and so when they come in the doors, they go to check in, whether it's down here on Sunday mornings or upstairs on Wednesday, and then from there we're just going to walk through it, we go to check in, we go have some fun in a class where we're supposed to be or sometimes in the hallways with those inflatable animals we've got up there. This has been a little wild ride lately. We had to hide on Wednesday. Uh, so we do, there is discipline too. So don't, it's not complete chaos. But like we go in there, we have fun. We feed them food, like physical food. And then we feed them Jesus. And then we let them have fun and we sugar them up real good and we send them home. <laughs> That's a quick snapshot of what happens every single week. We use different curriculums. Um, we, are, we really give our teachers freedom to teach because it's, we want them to teach what they're comfortable teaching. Um, but we, we use dig-in curriculum. You can look it up online. It's a good curriculum that goes through like fifth grade or sixth grade. Um, after that, we kind of just jump around. Like this Wednesday night, Tristan and Montana taught kids how to study the Bible. And they gave them a reading plan for the entire summer. And they made journals. And I, I want to go to that class next week so I can <laughs> learn that too because it's an amazing thing. Um, in our high school class, we jump around kind of what we feel um, with, with our classes. And sometimes it's a book. We've got a book that we're reading called Jesus Is. 
Um, and it talks about how sometimes we compare ourselves to other people and we're thinking, man, I'm good, I'm not that bad. But in Jesus' eyes, not that bad is not good enough. And so we want to make sure that we, we talk about that, but that they are good enough to accept Jesus, but just because I don't do the same things other people do doesn't mean that I'm going to heaven either. And so we've really, we've really hit on that. And so that's kind of a quick snapshot of what we do. Let me talk a little bit about some of the, even in our ministry here, some of the brokenness we find, right? I mean, like... Oh, yeah, we just the, had a conversation two weeks ago. we got a kid who's 13 who wants to go to jail to talk about addiction. Because of his dad, right? Because what it did in his family. I mean, to me, that's like... He wants people to see what it did to him and what it did to his family. And if you're in jail because of addiction or you're in treatment because of addiction or you're in rehab because of addiction, you can change that. Like, to see a 13-year-old tell you what it did to him and the years that he's lived with it, if you care, you want to do what's best for your kids. And, like, that's faith. I could not have done that at 13. <laughs> There's no possible way. Like I was, there's not a possibility. And I just, I'm so thankful for his willingness to step out and say, I want to, I want to make a change, not just in the kids, but in the parents. Because I don't want people to live the life that I've had to live. And he's had people step up and help, and that's amazing. But he, I mean, like, what can you show? I think that's awesome. We've got, we got families where parents are together and home is broken. We got families that are, there's separation, there's divorce, there's death. There's, there's reasons beyond control of the kids where their lives are fragile. And that's hard to see, and it impacts kids so much. And it takes truly a village to get our kids to Jesus. And, you know, we, there's 168 hours in a week, and we're going to talk about this in a sermon there's 168 hours in a week, and, and at church, your kids are here about two and a half. And that, that's, a big, that's a big lot of responsibility on us as parents to, to step up, what, no matter what the circumstances are. It could be somebody passed away too early, and, and you know, obviously God's in control. Well, we, that's what we're here for as servants of Jesus is to help those situations. Yeah, I think we find like God's grace and mercy are like the thing in all of those broken situations that can bring reconciliation, that can bring redemption. Even in, in bad places, uh, God can do good things. And so having somebody speak in life and, and you know, some, some were picking up on a bus, some grandparents are bringing them. Like it's, it's a whole range of who shows up uh, on Wednesday nights. And here's the thing. Uh, I mean, we can have a perfect family unit, right? on the outside like we can live in the nice neighborhood be married have two perfect kids one of it like all these things and still be completely broken in our hearts and they we all need christ as much as the next person and so being able to understand that and see that and just pour into kids has been uh, a blessing let's talk about kind of two methods real quick uh, approaches that we take in our student ministry and one, I think you're going to talk about kind of this disciple now mindset. Somebody said a couple of weeks ago we were in a meeting. They were like, you know, uh, kids that give their life to Christ do not get a junior version of the Holy Spirit. Right? When they get saved, they get the Holy Spirit. And with the Holy Spirit comes a gift. 
right? And so how do we pour into those kids right then in that time as their students and let them start serving? They're ready to serve and live and use that gift. So developing that, I've seen what you've been doing, and it's been amazing. Yeah, we have kids serving our kids' ministry. We have, some, of, some of you might get nervous. But we had two weeks ago four teenagers teach the toddler class. I got one in there. I'm good. I I mean, I'm worried about the teenagers a little bit, but. They're learning lessons too, which is good, right? (laughs) But like, I know that I would have turned my kid loose in there too. And so we trusted him enough because we know that they're willing to work. One of them brought like prep, like materials, right? He was like ready. Had a lesson ready, taught the lesson. We didn't even tell him what to do. He just did it. And so I think that's amazing. We had kids in the sound booth. Um. Aiden produced the service, was it three weeks ago? I think so, yeah. Three weeks ago, he did the whole service. Like, he produced every bit of it. All the video. Um, And you know when he found out he was doing it? About 11.25, when worship ended. (laughs) I tapped him on the shoulder. like, Aiden, you want to produce the service? He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like, all right, come on, let's get a crash course, and you got this. And we ran upstairs and taught a class. That's just, and he was willing to do it. He did a great job. Um, We've had other people serve, and kids are wanting to do check-in. Uh, and so we just want to turn them loose to let them serve Jesus just the same way that we would because that's essential. Yeah, and so all the way up high school, we got college students serving in worship and helping in production on cameras. Uh, we've got, you see this little guy right here playing the cajon earlier? Um, just jumping in and serving, discipling. Now, the second thing is gospelized, right? That's kind of a concept. That's it. Hey, Drew, will you do me a favor? Will you go upstairs and tell all the kids to come downstairs? We're there putting we in the work. See? Speaking of disciple now. Now. <laughs> Just kidding. You got it, Just Drew. when you get a second. Yeah. Or now. <laughs> we want all the kids to come in. They're going to come in to you because we're going to pray a, a prayer, and we want all our kids to be involved in it, not just the ones that are in here. So if you're wondering why we're sending for them, that's why. But we'll talk about gospelized just a second. Chris is a friend of mine, Chris Bartley. Um, he's a youth pastor across the street, and we are in competition with each other not we're in competition against the devil for for these kids to win them for jesus and no matter where you go we want to teach jesus and get them to heaven and that's the main thing because they and the, the idea of gospelize is a guy that greg steers his name you can research him all you want but you take jesus to people and then they take jesus to people we are not responsible for touching every kid like i can't physically get there you all can't physically touch everyone because everybody is different we learn differently we're attracted to different people with with our mindsets and with our philosophies and with our ideas. And John happened to be one who was a listener. And John wanted to go to the boxing gym. We connected him, and he and Jody are, are close. He's, Jody's his uncle now. I mean, that's a cool thing. <laughs> We've invited other people to go to the boxing gym. Some go, some don't. That's not everybody's ministry. But what we want to make sure we do is we give Jesus to people, and then they take it to more. And then they take So if I give it to two people, then two people take it to two people, then what we're doing is we're, we're creating a huge... Uh, amount of followers for Jesus because it's just spreading out going crazy and that's what we want to do it's like wildfire Um, so that spark we want to give it to people let them go Um, and and then you know when you see a change in somebody's heart in Jesus you want to know what it's all about like why do they go like why do they get excited and you want to feel it I know that's how I am and I'm still doing it like I'm growing every single week and there's no point that you think well I made it I'm not because I'm as broken as the next person around. But I want to see, and when the kids get it, I want to experience what they're getting. And that's, that's so exciting. 
Talk a little bit about next week. You're going to kick off, uh, you're going to do a sermon next week and kind of continue. This is going to evolve into a series, I think, probably of four to five weeks us talking about uh, this generation of children, how we impact them. But you kind of mentioned the hours earlier. We're going to be talking about parents next week and parenting because you're an expert parent. That's right. right. I got it all figured out. I didn't want to teach that one because I'm not perfect, but he is. No. I, so. We were talking about this last night, and we got pizza, and that kind of distracted us because, <laughs> you know, what pizza does to people. But, like, I told Jared, I said, I, I don't know that there's a person to teach this lesson because I don't have it together. Like, I, I'm, like I mess up all the time. Like, there's things in my head I want to do as a parent and be that good, and then I lay down and go to bed, and I'm like, and I start a checklist in my head of how did I mess it up today. So this is not going to be a message next week for somebody to tell you that I know it all because I don't have a clue. Okay? But I'm willing to stand up here and, and just share. And it's not just for those of you who are parents with kids who are in school. Because if you have children who are in their 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s, they are still your children. And we still have a responsibility to be parents to those kids no matter what. And so don't just come if you've got little kids. Still show up because I think it will be an amazing thing. I think I hear the kids coming. Um, yes. So we're, we're going we're gonna to pray in just a minute uh, once the kids get down here. And there's, there's one thing that um, Bethany and I were talking this week. That's my wife. Where's she at? Stand up, Beth. I just like making her stand up so she can get <laughs> mad at me later. I love her. Uh, we were talking, and she said, you know, I think the devil, you know, we're, we're fighting a spiritual battle, right? And she said, you, do you think the devil can see the potential in children? And oh, my gosh, when she said that to me, I was like, oh, my God. Probably he's much more vigilant looking after this generation, your children, your grandchildren, than we are. Right? And he starts telling them lies. Lies that you and me probably still believe that he told us when we were teenagers, when we were younger. Lies that we are still struggling with. And Satan can see your potential, right? He's trying to distract. And I, and, and I think we're just having this collective, like, man, we need to get our act together and really be fighting for our children, with our children, praying for our children, speaking truth and life into our children in Jesus Christ. And so that is, that is kind of what we're, we're going we're gonna to do today. Did they come in or no? Here they come. I think we're almost ready. You can tell them to come on in if they're out there. Just quietly. <laughs> quietly, single file. Look at this. I don't know who's teaching today, but that's impressive. I mean, what in the world? All right, they're coming. Hey, John, come back up here one more time. I, I mean, we did not even talk about this. But it, I, I just put it on my heart. Uh, I, I mentioned obstacles earlier. And this is, uh, this is maybe one that's uncomfortable. But I, I want to ask you this. Uh, race. Let me get here. Let's. He got you. Uh, 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 has that been an obstacle? Have you seen things? Have people said things to you? Have you been, has that been a thing here living where we live? Oh, yeah, that's been like a big thing. Um, 
People, like the devil will send people to try and discourage you in any way or form or fashion. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So he's been doing that for a long time. He's been testing me. In the beginning, it was hard because I knew how to box. <laughs> and I had to hold myself back. I'd be like, whoa, I know you're I know you messing with me, but we, we ain't going to do that because I'm a child of God, you know what I'm saying? But there were some situations where it didn't turn out well, but, you know, God has brought me through that, you know? And I've, I've just been blessed to say that um, I've, I've made it, like, over, like, over that obstacle mentally and everything. Yeah, it's been a problem. Can I say I'm sorry for that hap oh, whatever happened? Can I say I love it's you? It's all right. I had to Can they say they love Can y'all say you love John? Love you, too. And you won't find water people in this, I promise. Hey, Harker, come here. Harker. Harker. He's not going to come here. All right, stay up here with us. I, I want you all to stand. If you got your kids close to you, family, get, get with them. Hey, kids in the back, you all having fun back there. Go to your parents for just a second. Go, go find not because your you're in trouble. They always give you the look. Hey, go to your parents. They're like, I'm in trouble. Come here, buddy. Not right now. If you're in the back, Let's I'm going to let the out. kids come to their parents. Stay right here. You can hold your parents' hands. Parents, you can just put your hands on your kids. Whatever way you want to roll with this is perfectly fine. If your kids aren't here, pray over them anyway. If their kids are older, younger, don't matter where they are. If they're not here with you today, pray over them. Okay? Because we don't physically have to be here for God to hear the prayer and to pray it over those kids. But we got to believe that he hears it and that he's going to take it to them. So let's pray over our kids. If your kids are on the stage, some of your kids are on the stage, and pray over them. We need it. See, I about turned that over. Let's bow our heads, and let's all pray together. Lord, we pray for our kids. We pray that you would help them become like Jesus. We pray that they will have a strong relationship with you, with their believing friends, and with the world. Please help us to lead them to you, that they would choose to follow you and enjoy the free gift of eternal life. Please give them Christian friends who would encourage them and challenge them in their faith. We pray that someday you would lead them to choose a godly spouse that you would prepare them to become parents who raise godly kids. We pray that they will be world changers who reach out to the least and the lost and unleash a revolution of love wherever they go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Get ready for a baptism this morning. Will you just celebrate with this family? Celebrate. You do not want to leave. We're going to baptize one, maybe two right now. Hang with us just a second as I make my way over. We're going to celebrate. Which one's getting baptized? Where's she at? Hey, 
Come on over here, baby. Adam's going to help us. Come on, we'll help you get up and in, okay? This is Kenzie, right? Y'all excited for Kenzie? Step down there. There you go. You believe in God the Father, Kenzie? You believe in Jesus, the Son that came and died for us? You believe in the Holy Spirit lives inside you? Amen. We're going to baptize you, okay? You excited? You can just hold your nose after I, when I get ready to dip you. Are you ready? Kenzie, upon your repentance and your faith in Jesus Christ, it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Hey, amen. Ashton, right? It's her big sister. Is that a good day or what? It's okay. You believe in God the Father? You believe in Jesus Christ? believe in the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Amen. Upon your repentance and your faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You are new, new beginning. It represents you go under that water, this is just a representation of what God has already done in their hearts. Like things you can never do to your heart, He can do. Things you can never do. Only God knows how to change your heart. As they're drying off, we want you to and love on them. In just a minute. This is my little girl, Rosie. Y'all know Rosie? You got it. I'm not much of a singer. I'm going to sing you a song. You're going to sing with me, okay? My little girl playing. That's pretty cool. Surrounded by you. It 
It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. Sing with us, stand up. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Can you see that in your life? Where it looks like you're up against everything, where kids look like they're up against obstacles they can't overcome, but you are surrounded by God Himself. fight my battles this is how I fight my battles this is how I right here listen listen my victories in Jesus name my victories in Jesus name my victories in Jesus name my victories in the third This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. One more time. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. God, we thank you for this moment, this time, this day. God, and what you've done. How you're changing lives. How you're speaking truth into us. God, we thank you for these two new God, I've just surrendered and given it all to you. And God, we thank you that even when we feel like we're surrounded, God, when we, we're like the children of Israel that have come to the Red Sea and we've got an army coming after us behind us, God, that you are absolutely able to do the impossible, to split the sea open. God, to do things in our life that are beyond immeasurably more than we can think or imagine. God, we pray that this day is a day we look back on and we say, that day, God, changed, you changed our heart. You showed us that day what you can do, what we doubted you in. You are absolutely capable of. God, let us never doubt anything going forward, and let us trust you more than we've ever trusted. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Emmy, where's Emmy? You want to come up?